Hey loves, and welcome to another episode of Time for Tea. I am really feeling this urge today to speak about how perfectionism can rear its head in tea ceremony in any kind of practice, Um, but specifically in the way it can show up in tea ceremony and how it has for me and how just the awareness of it can shift so much. So before we get going, how about boiling some water and brewing yourself a mug or a bowl of tea and yeah let's drink in this medicine together I myself am drinking wild purple tea again my guide tea who I have really been returning to again and again these past few weeks it really feels like a homecoming So perfectionism, perfectionism and tea ceremony and the inclination to change the perfectionism, that is perfectionism in itself. There's so many layers. It's like inception. But let me just tell you how it is showing up for me presently and how I have noticed it show up in tea ceremony. So, perfectionism in in how you are boiling the water and the water you are selecting. And you know, I think it's also useful to note that there's a real difference between refining our tea practice and perfectionism. One has much of a harsher energy to it i.e. perfectionism, and one is really in service to to showing up as best we can. And that's going to change on any given day, okay? So the refinement is a process. The refinement isn't a goal. It's just something we constantly are cultivating and becoming aware of in, in our journey with tea and in our journey with life, let's be fucking honest. So how it has shown up for me, this theme of perfectionism and tea ceremony. Um, so yeah, boiling of water. Am I boiling it correctly? Is, have I, have I boiled enough water or too much water? It's very mental, this idea of perfectionism. Um, hearing to give another example. Am I really listening to tea? Am I really listening to her medicine, to what she is wanting to share with me? And you know, like, am I connecting with her enough? Am I, am I, am I committed enough? Have I given myself too many tea leaves in this practice or too little? And um, I think what it comes back to is remembering that this is all a big fucking experiment, that there are no rules, there are guidelines. I hate that sentence, but it is really true. Because <laughs> I find the word guidelines so clinical, don't you? Guidelines. But it's true. You know, we have a, we have a format in tea ceremony. There is structure to tea ceremony. 
but within that structure there's room for imperfection there's room for change there's room for adaptation and so i think it's also noticing are the structures rigid or are they do they have room is there breathing room is there malleability within the structure because if it is too far on the side of structure and too much in what I'm going to term as masculine energy, then there isn't going to be space for magic, for movement, for flow, and for for spaciousness. And so it's about having it in balance. And again, this is where we can get caught up in our mind, like, is this balanced enough? But just remembering that tea practice shifts and changes every day. Um, who you are shifts and changes every day so wherever you are right now is perfect because it is where you are just like whatever happens in tea ceremony is perfect because it is what is happening we can't deny that reality we can't deny where we're at and it's just giving ourselves some of that grace some of that grace in ceremony to make a bit of a mess to make when I like quote unquote mistakes um, because it's going to happen. We're human, we are not machines. And I think actually this is part of why, part of the imbalance that is mirrored in the outside world too. So I'm gonna be bold and say that what is happening in us and in ceremony is also a reflection for outside of us in the world, in the collective. And not always, but often. You know, so this this need for getting it right, this need for being perfect, this need for it's not even a need, it's 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 a belief that it needs to be perfect. That is showing up big time in society right now. So much so that people finding it hard being with their imperfection, supposed imperfection, because hello, what is actually imperfect? It's all just in the mind. And so, yeah, giving ourselves that grace to explore, explore our edges, explore where this comes up and also be gracious when it comes up too, because it is gonna come up this theme and to add another layer of perfectionism on top of it, might not be helpful. It's a diplomatic way of saying it, but it might not be helpful. And you know, just the awareness that this pattern is in our collective consciousness, in tea ceremony, in whatever kind of practice that you participate in on a daily basis, whether that be meditation, whether that be going for a walk, whether that be exercise, whether that be the food you're eating, like it shows up everywhere or it can show up everywhere. And it's just allowing it to be there as well. So there's, there's this interesting interplay between allowing it to be there and also not feeding it, not buying into it because it's not the fucking truth. And so, yeah, let me just have another sip of tea. I'm also gonna brew another bowl. Today I am working with a brewing method called side handle teapot. 
It's actually one of my favorite methods at the moment. Just for like the ease of it and the fluidity of it. You know, leaves in a bowl can be sometimes a little hard to navigate with the leaves. <laughs> but with side handle practice, it, it just, it has a different quality to it. It's not necessarily better or worse, but right now I'm really loving it. And I'm working with this beautiful side handle teapot by Petr Novak, who is this Czech potter and ceramicist. And it was the first side handle teapot that I was given for this practice by my own teacher. So that is definitely a side note. But where are we at with the imperfection and perfectionism theme? How else does it show up? Hmm. Well, let's see how it shows up for you in your interactions if you don't have a tea practice. Or if you do, if you do just have um, you know, if you're just brewing yourself a mug of tea. Like, um, trying to think of how that would work. You know, making sure that it's exactly right. And it does matter. But where are you blaming yourself if you don't get it right the first time? For instance, okay, let's say you're brewing Yorkshire tea or a Twining's tea. And the first time is not quite to your liking. Are you gonna give yourself a really hard time for that? Or are you gonna try again? Um, and also, are you going to be accepting that you're giving yourself a hard time? You know, there's so many factors, even with brewing just a standard mug of tea, like you're gonna add milk, how much milk are you gonna use what are you going to use tap water are you going to use filtered water are you going to use a tea bag or are you going to use loose leaf uh, how long are you brewing it for all of these different dynamics are at play and there's nothing wrong with that it's also what we're making it mean and so how else does it show up i'm going to take another sip and see what comes through I think really the point of this episode is to just bring awareness to this. To bring awareness to where this shows up in, in our daily lives. And specifically in tea practice, because tea practice is also a mirror for what is happening. Like I said, it's a mirror for what's happening outside of tea practice too. So just as much as what's happening within the space of tea ceremony is a reflection for collective consciousness, it's also a reflection for how we are showing up in the world on an individual level. So if you have a lot of, you know, negative thoughts come up or harsh narratives and beliefs coming up in your tea practice, you can be fucking sure that it's going to be showing up in other places in your life. And that in itself is actually really beautiful medicine because it brings this, this knowing, this this spotlight on your patterns and whether you still want to engage with them in the same way. And also there's nothing wrong with supposed negative thoughts. 
and in quote marks around that again. But is it feeling good? Is it nourishing you? Is it feeding your soul? And that's when we get to choose. Just like in the episode a few weeks ago or whenever it was um, whenever it was uh, uploaded because I kind of don't um, necessarily follow a certain schedule with these podcast episodes. I really just record them when it feels in flow to and then upload them when it feels in flow to. So there's not like a, this is X week, like what you're listening to now. I don't know when I'm going to publish it. Um, but where was I going with that? Yeah, that episode about stepping into our power. It kind of circles back to that theme too. Like, are we going to choose to feed this or are we not? Are we going to choose to accept this or not? And it's reclaiming, reclaiming our, I want to say our voice, reclaiming our power, reclaiming our sovereignty and knowing that we can choose. I mean, certainly it's harder to choose when you are moving through a lot and and feeling a lot of stress, but, and I'm not negating that, but it is also still a choice. We can choose to find ways to become more regulated to then show up differently. And that is how tea helps so much, providing space for at least in my experience, for self-regulation, for self-soothing, for remothering. Which again, I'm like, this could be a whole other podcast episode because tea and the remothering part, which I probably did speak about with the inner child episode, it has just been so instrumental in my past year year or so of, of tea ceremony and tea practice. Like just, there are no words. And so just letting us marinate on this or letting us drink this in. I don't feel this episode is going to be much longer. Let me see. I think that might be it for today. But just seeing, seeing how this shows up and seeing where you can choose differently and in the moments where you can't choose differently to give yourself some acceptance, some grace, some ease just like tea would some softening some softness because yes this is our choice and our power and we can choose differently but it has also been part of what's been fed to us in today's systems in today's society in today's structures and I feel like working with tea helps peel away those structures that we have imbibed without knowing and coming back to our sovereignty and our truth. That feels like a good place to end. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I will speak to you very soon. In the meantime, I'm sending you love.